Get the best experience of customer service and maintenance of your Rorick Advantage at the Service Center on West Liberty Avenue. Visit RorickHonda.com for all of your vehicle needs and check out our blog posts, which are reflective of John Chamberlain's road rage, as well as the need to utilize the Rorick Advantage. And now we start the Ajaga podcast from, I know the place. Allentown. <laughs> right. <laughs> that little giant recording studio. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the f- out of you. Yeah, jagoff! Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, jagoff? This is Mark Madden. Hi, this is Larry Richard. Hey, it's Rick Sivak. Hi, this is Greg Brown. Hi, I'm Tyler Kennedy. This is Antonio Holmes. And this is the Jagoff Podcast. This is John and Rachel, you Jagoff. And uh, if you're listening to the podcast for the very first time, we would appreciate that you subscribe to it. Tell your friends. It's all about Pittsburgh. And then if you have an interesting guest we should have on or an interesting location, you should tell us. There you go. Yeah. But we are changing things up. We cannot wait because look for some interesting news coming in later September. Dun, dun, dun. We're pretty excited Right. We like working late at night. That's just a clue, right? There's your clue. All right. So uh, as far as what was on the blog this week, we did a few... For, there were actually they were two parking again. things this week. Uh, Giant Eagle in Kennedy Township had a had a car, an SUV that pulled halfway into the parking lot, like halfway. And like notice you don't what keeps see, him up at night. This is why he likes. Late you night. don't see that your car is completely out of line with everybody else. Your back doors are out in the lane. I know. So I don't know who walks away from that. You're the best and driver then, and then we had someone, Susan, I forget her last name, oh, yeah, yeah. sent us a picture of someone who was perfectly parallel parked yep. across three handicapped spots. Worst I've ever seen. Worst. Could and not it, believe I mean, it. It was per- picture really was lined ideal, up with yeah. the curb but across four handicapped Just spots. Just don't do it. Don't be a jag. Yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. are term of endearment jagoffs. How have you been, you jagoff, if we're seeing you at Giant Eagle or wherever? But once in a while, we cannot help it but say the term jagoff can be a little negative and this is how right. we do it. we did do a really good interview with uh, david bednar from the pittsburgh pirates along the third base line at pnc park that was fun and we said what would it mean if someone called you a jagoff and he said i don't it yeah I don't yeah, it, yeah he right? did yeah he also the part we didn't get on the video if you checked it out this week when he was walking away he and john are both from mckees rocks and john said hey thanks again for doing this and he said Hopefully, I'll see you at Doughboy's. He said, let's get us a Doughboy pizza. Yeah, it was kind of cool. So I love whenever, you know, Pittsburghers yeah. embrace the communities yeah. in which they reside. And we continued on with our 811 call before you dig thing. Yeah, People's Gas has partnered with us. It's been a really good time. And we're teaming up with iconic Pittsburgh locations to remind you to call 811 before you dig anything. Whether, like you said, it's a garden, it's a project, a pool. We're getting to the end of summer. So I'm assuming pools are on sale. So people are starting to get that kind of taken care of. It is vital that you call eight one one before you dig. Yeah. So that's super. This important, week it was Millie's. It was before Millie's. you dig into Millie's, we've done before you dig into into a permani sandwich. Before you dig into an Isley's chipped ham sandwich, mm-hmm. and now before you dig into Millie's. Mancini's. Uh, Mancini's. Yes, mm-hmm. pretty cool. So last one was John's annoyance with. Ugh. We love newscasters. We especially love Katie K. But they all do it. They say billion with a B. Like right. when referencing the lottery. The it's like pencil. I didn't even think that you said million with a B. M I didn't, and B. And M and right. B are completely there. You don't have to go, and it's 123 billion <laughs> billion with a B. I know you said billion. It didn't even sound like. 
like million. Yeah. And it's listen. as crazy as putting your ruler in the snow when it, on the first snow of the year. <laughs> it's just so, so. My kids get so annoyed because if I say my last name is Renebeck, I say R-E-N-N-E, B as in boy, E-C-K. And they go, oh my God, it drives me crazy yeah. when you do that. B and as that's, in billion. That's what it reminds me right. of every time you say it. All right. So here we are at our podcast, right? Here we are. And so cool because we say this all the time. Pittsburghers are notorious for this. We'll say the same thing when James Hintelli comes on, but we're procrastinators like, oh, we live in Pittsburgh, so we don't have to go to the Warhol today because we can go anytime. And then a, a month goes by and two months go by and here you are living in Pittsburgh and not having seen it. Sort of the same thing with Allentown. John and I were in Allentown a lot for a couple different reasons mm -hmm. for a while, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We utilized a marketing company, actually, mm -hmm. for some of our artwork for a while. And then we were here with Scott from Scott Mc... McTaggart. McTaggart. Mm -hmm. I couldn't think of his name. With Epicast. And then we were here with Black Forge Coffee. Black Forge Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So. And now we're here with you. So, Brandon, welcome. Yes. Thank you. Pick up sure. your mic. You're good. There you go. So typical Pittsburgh, six degrees of separation. We knew Brandon. Well, we don't know him. We just met him today. But we found out about Brandon because of Matt. Matt, are you coming back on? Sure. Come on. Matt Cause. Let's go, Matt. Um, who is out. You know, Matt has been on the podcast plenty of times as our musician. And he had mentioned, I want to say at our last porch tour, that he knew you and that, you know, we needed to come into this recording studio. We had no idea what to expect. So... For people who are typical Pittsburghers and Yinzers, what is it near? Where do they get? Because we were behind the building, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so explain where it is and how long you've been here and all that good stuff. Well, it's funny because I'll tell people that I'm in Allentown. They're like, like Eastern Pennsylvania, right? Allentown. I'm like, yeah. nope, so people nope, still nope. do that because I do yeah, that yeah. too. Okay. People and people who are who are from Pittsburgh, like born and born and raised. And when you say Allentown, a lot of people don't know. But there is a there's a lot of uh, of awesome things happening up here and. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're familiar with, you know, the the hilltop area, which is yeah. you know, Mount Oliver, Allentown, Carrick, um, you know, those sort of like surrounding neighborhoods, you might be familiar with, um, you know, former restaurant Onion Maiden. You might be uh, familiar with Black Forge Coffee, which is now called Grim Wizard Coffee. Um, a la familia, a la familia, oh, yeah. right, 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 Classic, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Italian restaurant, um, and you know they opened last year. Bought a rocket social hall, which is just in the the building behind us. Um, so if you're familiar with any of those um, those businesses, that's yeah. uh, right we're, there. We're John Oprasco has a uh, art studio down the street here too. Yeah, Jono's oh. art studio on the corner oh, of right. 18th he likes, he and like uh, dredges Dirt from the lawn and then incorporates it into his painting. Yeah. Oh, wow. I used that to is live so next cool. to him. He's, he's an awesome, awesome He is artist. an awesome guy. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. So why this area? Was it a serendipitous thing? Like, you obviously are a musician. You've been yeah. looking. So yeah. talk us through, like, how did this actually come to fruition? Well, there's a couple, um, you know, logistically, the proximity of Allentown to uh, a lot of music venues made a lot of sense, too. And, like, you know, the ease of getting to, you know, um, the Roxy and Theater, to venues in Lawrenceville, to venues downtown, to venues in the South outside um it takes i mean at most 15 minutes to get there from anywhere and in, in more cases it's less than two miles um so there's certainly that part of it that i wanted to have a central location that was easy for folks to get to where they're playing if they're preparing uh for the stage or if they're you know stopping here on a tour um also i used to live here i, I lived in two different places in um in carrick and mount oliver so i also have a you know 
fondness. That's for the, so for Pittsburgh, isn't it? I love it. Yeah. Like this it. is the yeah. community where I lived. So mm-hmm. it's important to kind of rebuild it, you yeah. know, and, and that's what I was going to say is really important is that we're seeing all of these micro communities really rebuilding. You know, we, I mm-hmm. use Bakery Square as the example constantly. I grew up in the North Side. I love seeing how the North Side has really, you know, grown and, and, called people like artists in particular to be Mm -hmm. there and kind of make it even better enhance it but bakery square who would have thought that east liberty would become what it is yeah crazy it's pretty it's pretty unbelievable when i first so i'm not from pittsburgh i moved here in 2002 but i would visit you know it's close 21 years we'll give you i visit yeah Yeah. i might as well i feel like i'm from here anyways um but i remember when i moved to risenstein middle school was still there Mm -hmm. in um in uh East Liberty, I guess it yeah. was called East Liberty. Um, I guess it was, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and just like how it looks now is Risenstein School is where yeah. I went to OVT. Do you know what OVT is? Occupational Vocational Tech, because oh. I was a Catholic yeah. schooler, Vo-tech. and that's where yeah, we yeah. learned our Votech. I have great Votech skills because of it. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know how to say that. But so, Brandon, this space is. Uh, I, I like how you said that. You know, bands coming into town need a place to rehearse. They need mm-hmm. to kind right. of chill out. Mm-hmm. Then they also can come in here and record, and and things like that. So, what they just go online, or if, if Rachel and I decide we want to put a Christmas album out, we just go mm-hmm. on your website and record that. But or, you'll or, tell us and don't. make a schedule, right? <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. no judgment zone here. As, as yeah, if we it's suck. Like fitness. It's exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a donut day and a pizza day. Yeah, yeah, right, and, right. Yeah, and a tag uh, day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I also wanted to set this place up to be as, uh, basically my overarching goal is to take as much friction out of the music creation process as possible. Yeah. Because that is the thing that can stop a momentum before it even starts. Mm. So I wanted to automate this place as much as possible. Okay. So if you have a need where you, um, you need a rehearsal space, you need a place to come in and um, shoot some promotional videos, you need to record a podcast, um, you can just go straight to the website. You can book your time. You can come in. I send you codes to, to come in. If you need an engineer yeah. on site, um, we can provide that. If you need videographers on site, we can provide those. Um, if you need extra hands, we can we can yeah. give that. But you know, on it on its own, uh, it's set up to be um, a, a self served. Yeah. Um, that's pretty facility. cool, yeah. Matt. That's from a cool. musician standpoint, you you kind of guided us here. What's your side of it? Is it is it all like this? Is this is super easy to use and and things like? Now, first of all, thank God you showed up because then I knew where to park. I followed you around <laughs> the block as far as where to See, park the here. But guy and but in the mean, so from a musician standpoint, this is is this what you're kind of this is something you've been waiting for sure yeah yeah rehearsal space is at a premium it's tough to find places you can make noise and uh and then also with i mean as you guys know our band we're part-time musicians and we have full-time jobs yeah so it's hard to schedule so with brandon's model it's really nice you can just you can just look at an open schedule and see what slots are open and then coordinate with your guys and be like okay we're gonna it's gonna be a late practice we're gonna go in at 9 p.m at night on a tuesday and if the slot if it's open then you just you just you know uh uh reserve it is there the opportunity too to kind of connect with brandon and say like hey i know this this says pending or whatever could i come on this day is is there that kind of meshing as well yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll certainly communicate with bands, and if, if someone is, you know, in dire need um, of 
you know, of space. And, you know, there are like multiple rooms in here. So if somebody needs to kind of get in and, and maybe there's time already booked, I'll do my best to, to you know, kind of fit people in right. where I can. But also, you know, having one facility um, does sort of limit you. Yeah. Um, and I've been, you know, happy that things have been busy here and I'm looking for other spaces now. So once I have multiple places, then that sort of takes care of mm -hmm. You know any scheduling conflicts yeah. and stuff. What would constitute dire need? Is there really like a music dire need? Like seriously, I'm not being funny, but yeah. like there's there's things where you go, oh crap! Like I I need Kinkos, and it's mm -hmm. three o'clock, and they close at five. What's yeah. the what is a music dire need? Here's here's a here's maybe the best example that okay. I can give. So, you know, we talked about the typical rehearsal model for bands um, are often relying on storage facilities that have these powered rooms that they can pay monthly for. And there's one right down the street, um, still in Allentown, that um, suffered an electrical fire. And they closed the building, and then the building decided they were no longer going to provide rehearsal facility mm. for these bands. There were 40 bands in this facility that lost, overnight lost wow. their place. And all their gear was in there too, so they, had, they were just driving uh. around with cars full of gear. Wow. And or you know had to go to another storage facility to store it or, or anything, and they would also use those for rehearsal. So I got a you know about a million phone calls from people like we have a show this you know because it's festival season it's in yes. the summer like yeah. we have shows this weekend and we had two rehearsals booked and we have no place to do it. Can you help? Mm -hmm. And you so that's certainly an extreme example, but there are you know times where. You know, if you're using your basement to rehearse, um, but your wife has clients coming in uh, or have, have client phone calls, um, that the two things can't coexist at home. Yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe the day of you need to call. Um, yeah. So have That's a good point. That. Yeah, yeah they're Matt, great examples. Matt, today on uh, the song, you had him jump in and say, okay, can you do that here as well? Like, can you use the place here to say, well, I need a bass player, I need a drummer, or a horn section or something like that. Is that helpful here as well because of the pool of people that like come here? Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brandon's obviously a really talented musician, so we mm -hmm. got connected with some other other projects is how I got connected with him in the first place, but he proved to be a really um, integrated community connector in the music community here. Yeah. And so uh, he's kind of like one of our hubs now, and his the first iteration of Little, Little Giant was like that. It was a version of what he just described in, okay. a, um, in a storage facility. And then now you see this space like this is this is living like this yeah. is <laughs> yeah. Like Matt, I have a question like, for you because like we musician. did connect with him. Yeah, we we know this history. Uh, did you ever rent a storage facility to be your practice facility? Did did your did Matt Cosband ever do that? No. No, okay, because we found out that we 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 co-located in the same Six store. Degrees, yeah. Not not that our band never connected there because we didn't have a band, but but yeah, we we did not know that lifestyle of bands recording or at least rehearsing, renting a storage facility. So Brandon, that is that pretty common. Yes. Okay. It's crazy. Is it because of is the like, cost? Is it yeah. the audio or what is it? Well. So in other, this is the case in other cities, and we sort of refer to, to these as lockouts. So you, you know, pay rent for a space to keep your stuff. You can use it to set up, you know, keep it set up at all times. You can you know, treat yeah, it makes sense. as your recording studio or your, um, or your rehearsal studio. And, um, you know, there are other cities that have many different, options um of that including including those spaces and in pittsburgh it's kind of the primary 
if you're not rehearsing at home, you're probably rehearsing in one of these storage facilities. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's yeah, it's sort that? of a clever use of the space. No clever. question, yeah. So many people are keeping their stuff in these buildings and typically aren't there. Right. Yeah. So the noise isn't really bothering them. Right. Um, sure. So it's it, there there are challenges to that model like anything. Um, but that is the primary use of, of, uh, I want to start a band called the storage unit. That's a good name. Yeah. yeah. Please don't I encourage wanna. him. Matt, what is your band up to? We've gotten all the behind the scenes <laughs> and the cool part of this place and why people should utilize it. But what's going on with your band? So we haven't caught up with you in a while. Well, we just had our fourth release, our summer songs called Madeline, which I will play with for you today. Yay. Um, and uh, we'll g- we're going to be in the studio recording two new tracks. And when I say new, we, pl- we play them out. Um, we have like 12 to 15 songs we play out live, but they're polished now. And okay. And they're ready to be recorded. So we'll, uh, we're doing the recording at Audible Images. Sorry, uh, Red Cayman Studios on okay. Babcock Boulevard. Oh, yeah. And Jacob Zhang is our producer. He's a, I think he's 20 or 21 little wizard he's also a wizard guitar player he's way, he's way better than everybody's better than me oh, <laughs> I, just, I just grind but anyways yeah, you um, do. we have a good thing going on we really like you know all of our music's on spotify and apple music and amazon music and um we uh we have some big plans for for 24 as well okay that's cool. performing a lot the rest of the summer yeah so we are we're off until august 26 so if you want to catch the whole band you can catch us at bakery square on Saturday, August 26th. Look at me talking about East Liberty. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, Bakery Square is a lot of fun. And that, that, she doesn't oh, even know that it's East, though. If you have toddlers and you like toddler dance parties, toddler oh, come, dance parties? Matt, come you to had a cause me show. until there. Toddlers <laughs> 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 dance? Yeah. Toddlers <laughs> dance party. Oh my okay. God, yeah. Bakery Square, when, I, when my band plays at Bakery Square on six o'clock on a Saturday night, it is lit with toddlers. And I mean, no, that I mean, is I'm going to have I'm a talking, date night with Valentina. I'm talking 30, yeah. 30 or 40 toddlers jamming their this. faces off. And then it gives the parents a break because, you know, they can drink and there's all that good stuff there at the gallery. And then they get hand right while there. the kids dance to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people, people dance, dance too. Like grown ups dance too. It's but. getting to them early. I mean, they'll be Matt Cause fans yeah. for you know when they're in their thirteens. They'll be like, that's, "You listen to Matt Cause? Oh, he's old." Yeah. <laughs> no, but he, I've been listening to him since I was a kid. That's our model. You know, because yeah. ten, you know, that's twenty funny. years from now. Yeah, that's that's, that's our model. so funny. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Temptations. It's the same uh, deal. Yeah, love. Yeah. Oh, so that's my August twenty sixth. And then okay. if you want to catch me solo. You, I'm going to be at a Perry Chena on August 10th. Thir- it's Thursday, August 10th at 7. And then um, I play a monthly show at the Harp and Fiddle. Oh, um, yeah. The third Friday of every month. Although okay. this month I'm not because I will be on vacation with my family. Nice. You now, your song, Torture, that yeah, you, yeah, you, my wife. Performed you performed that. You performed that. Did you perform that at the uh, at the really hot no, it was yard? The or was Science that at the Center. Carnegie Science Center? I just remember because it sounds... It was Valentine's uh, Day. You talked about being more oh, polished. I thought I didn't play it. I'm sorry. No, no. I think it sounded different, which when you say things are polished, it's like you've been working on it or something like that. I mean, yeah. I think it sounded good when we first heard it, but just I the way you sang cool it today. I thought it was Yeah. You know, so I mean, you'll find songs change the more you play them out. Yeah. And I always thought when you hear a recording of a song, it's like the best version of that song. But what okay. you're really hearing is just a snapshot of that song at that time. Okay. Yeah. Change, it changed before it got to that point. It's going to change afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I play that song a lot because, you know, it's for my wife. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Right. Well, so you are you just excited that we're actually in a comfortable 
um, non-heated, non-heated, non-public traping. We were so hot. Like, you've yeah. been to the uh, the porch podcast where it was so excruciatingly that hot. That was Ray Petlin's fault. Yeah, Ray Petlin's fault. Yeah. And then we took you to the science center, which was not somewhat cozy, but people, kids walking all over the place. I, and, like uh, I brought my daughter to that. Set. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're at least in a comfortable <laughs> setting and let alone, how about this comfortable for musicians because of what he has done here? How about that? Look at you. Bring it all back home oh, full circle. Nice. Matt, where can everybody find you and follow you in case they don't know you can go on our website music of cause k-o-z music of cause.com and um on all uh, anywhere you buy or download music you can just search cause and we're, Love it. we're out there cool uh brandon where can everybody find and follow and get more information about this amazing place right here in allentown sure uh our website is www.littlegiant.io um, you can see pictures of the place. You can book time. You can learn more about uh, public events that we have here. Uh, and then I post um, more day-to-day stuff on our Instagram, which is at GoLittleGiant. So you guys gearing up for a little Beatles thing? We uh, we did some. Uh, so I, I'm also a musician and singer in town, and um, I have m- many projects, uh, one of which is a Beatles band. We played it. Um, bought a rocket uh, last month, which is great because it's, you know, right... Uh, behind my office, uh, right in front of my office, and uh, I also have a yacht rock band that we play all kinds of yacht rock. Stuff, I love that. So, oh my yeah. god, Loggins and Steely okay. Dan and Toto and all. That okay, stuff, so. nice. Um, so yeah, you know, we get to. I also have my rehearsals here. That was another reason why I opened. Yeah, so I can have my own. Right. That's great. Right. Yacht Rocket's like the hottest ticket in town. Yes. It's like they broke the site last yeah. time they, they did their gig. That's Is that awesome. right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Nice. That's great to hear. Listen, nice. we can't let you go without a question of the day. John, great question, by the way. Whoever wants to go first. Would you rather be a one-hit wonder and cash out or be a long-timer? Oh, I'll he take just, the cash, he just took, uh, Really? You one timer? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, one in? Really? Did you know, daycare is so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love his reasoning. It doesn't even have to be a hit. It doesn't even have to be a hit. It's some cash. That is so true. Some cash. You know, when I hear that, I think of the Wiggles. You guys are too young, but like my oldest is 20, and he was a Wiggles fanatic, and yeah. that was, they were from Australia. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, my God, oh, yeah. I'm so old. <laughs> Wiggles. But anyway, they were not a one-hit wonder. They ended up doing really well. They, they took so like the Elvis go. Costello model where yeah. nobody, nobody really knows any of the songs, but yes. they just go to the, yeah. <laughs> There's that, too. Brandon, do you have this? You're really in deep thought. I'm really thinking about this because I, you know, have made a career of music, um, but I'll take the one-hit wonder in the, in the cash grab. Yeah. Fair enough. What about you, Rach? Yeah, no, I would want to be a long timer. Is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I mean, if you love it, stick with it. I What's mean, the threshold, though? Are we talking like a million dollars or like 20? What do you say, you, like cash you, out? You Matt? Like, <laughs> big Matt? cash out. One hit wonder, big cash seven out. Seven figures? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it oh, has yeah. to be seven. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. This isn't like somebody walked up and offered you 100 bucks for your for your CD. Sold. No. Yeah. <laughs> Daycare is tough. Yeah, so we're talking like, you know, record. Uh, record sales, and then you talk about like licensing and back end royalties and all that. Oh, kind of yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So that's the you know, one hit I'm, wonder. I'm one hit. Cool. All right. Got it. And uh, you? Oh, I'd be a one hit wonder, no oh, doubt. Wow. I Let's, would be off yeah. on an island somewhere. Love Listen, it, it was yeah. great chatting with you guys, but I want to find out what James Santelli said. So <laughs> we'll find out next. You, you guys, thanks for joining us. James was with us. Um, God, we skipped. He's with us quarterly, but we skipped 
what would it have been spring because we changed venues on him and he was like guys i'm not traveling that far and i I'm where a, were I'm we a prima donna <laughs> <laughs> he's I like my driver doesn't take me that far <laughs> not the plan well i i don't have my own car so i'm kind of at the at the whim of that's right borrowing either my uh, mom's car or my sister's car yeah just couldn't make it down sure. to the we county airport um, no we we're love, good we love hanging out with you so we'll take you anytime and we were pleasantly surprised to see that tracy had connected with you and you would be here and just like matt we don't have you in crazy situations of course the first one was the moonshot museum which was a great time that was, that was wild yes yeah. and it was right before they opened yes so it was like the last yeah, couple of right, weeks right. there was still you know s- s- like stick up on the wall yeah. oh yeah yeah they, yeah they were getting ready yeah. yeah so uh and you've done fireplace tours so you know you're certainly no stranger to the podcast but um as i introduced you to brandon if you could let everybody know what is rad and why is it so important because there's so much going on with rad right now always rad is the alley Allegheny Regional Asset District. So if you're in Allegheny County and you're paying a 7% sales tax, got the 1% that's just for Allegheny County, and half of that is RAD. And our RAD board is in charge of where that money goes. The majority of it is going to public libraries and public parks, and that's all throughout the county. So the county parks, your local libraries, and then the other third is all sorts of different things. Our arts and culture organizations, um, museums, which we'll be talking about today. You've got the stadiums and convention center and you know a, a whole lot that goes all around Allegheny County and helps bring up our quality of life. So I think it's uh, interesting that you bring up the stadiums, Stadii, maybe Stadii. Yeah. And, uh, the, uh, but the idea would be is that you know that's the high extreme, like large extreme, not high, like dollar value, but high extreme the, as know, far as... $200 million stadium, the yeah. 70,000 seat. What's, what's sort of like the micro thing that we could compare that to oh, the other side question. of the spectrum? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know that we ever did that. Well, on the on the exact flip side, we have grants that are as small as $1,000, $2,000 for small you know, performing arts groups. Um, I think of Pittsburgh Concert Chorale, that they were at the Frick a couple of weeks ago doing yeah. an 80s kind of concert corral night or North Pittsburgh symphonic band or we have smaller brass bands and orchestras and the way we think about it is if we have you know these performing arts groups all over the county covering all parts that kind of forms a regional asset in and of itself we know that there's going to be music and performing arts for everybody no matter where you are in Allegheny County so it creates that ability to say yes we have the symphony downtown yes we have the ballet and the opera but we also have these you know smaller arts groups and smaller performing groups that provide their own you know vitality to their own area yeah Mm -hmm. that's a great point now you were we were asking you like what stage are you in so the deadline is up right so people have applied for funding for 2024 crazy and so we've gotten all of those applications in Um, were there a lot like was there an increase oh yes we we have more than 100 organizations applying for funding this year and you can look on our website radworkshere.org and see the organizations we're currently funding for 2023 but we expect there will be a few more coming to next year so our staff our wonderful staff of program officers is reviewing that um, looking at finances looking at what they do with rad funding and saying to the board all right here are our recommendations for this year and that will be coming up in the next few weeks if you're really into going to uh board meetings and public hearings oh boy. <laughs> you can look at our website and see the schedule for that but the important thing is is that we do our due diligence and make sure that 
taxpayer money is going to places that are really making an impact. Yeah. So when so, like it's too late to apply now, but if I'm a small business, I've got files all over my desk. I've got <laughs> right. I've got things on my computer. Sure. If I have to gather up my items and it may take me five months to do that, right? Certainly. What should I be gathering? First of all, 501c3 nonprofit status, right? Yes. You have to be either a governmental entity or 501c3 mm-hmm. nonprofit. And we have a whole laundry list of uh, eligible you know requirements on our website oh, okay but the the biggest thing is to you know review those and make sure that you are an organization that can kind of match up to the things that we already fund if you can look on our site and see you know oh what we do or you know if you're out there in the community you know an organization that does something similar you know get in touch and see what what do we need to put together, be it what's called data arts, which is all about arts and culture funding and, you know, how it has impacts in the community, or if it's your, you know, your taxes, your every, you know, financial documents that you need to put together, because you're exactly right. A lot of these smaller organizations, they may only have two or three people on staff, if that. Sure. Yeah. They're wearing a lot of hats, and we, we understand that. And our program officers that are part of reviewing this, they're very helpful to be able to point you in the right direction of what you would need. One more question. I'm sorry, Rachel. I'm, I'm sorry. One more question to follow up on that, sure. though, is God. do I need hey. to be able to show that I have sustainability, you know, because we just went through this with one of our organizations. Yeah. They had to prove that they could sustain, if they got a loan of this amount of money or not, or a grant of this amount of money, they had to show that they have more money there to help keep that going forward is that you know part of it as well like i need to show my financials that look i have ten dollars in the bank but i'm asking you for 50 grand you know that kind of thing right <laughs> right great yeah. question the short answer it is, is yes yeah and the, the longer answer is that's all part of what we're reviewing we're looking to see do you have a lot of individual donors that will help keep up and sustain you do you have um, charities and other philanthropic organizations that are keeping up your funding. You know, what's your plan for your building and for your overhead? Do you own your own space or do you lease it out? When we're making investments in organizations, we're looking at all of that and we're not throwing taxpayer money out of places that are just not going to be operating yeah. in a year or two. Mm-hmm. We want to be mindful that this is important money and that it is going to have the most impact by going mm-hmm. to all these organizations that we fund. This is sort of a blanket question, and that was a good question. I'll let Thank you, you get away with <laughs> it's that. It's two zero right now. Just um, so you know, it's two zero. What is so fulfilling? It's not two zero. It what is, is he so said fulfilling about your job? What makes it so? Is it looking at you know the the facts that you were giving us before you came on about something like Taylor Swift coming into town, or is it seeing that you're now up to a hundred different organizations entities? Or is it everything? Well, it might be cliche, but it really is seeing the people and seeing the reactions to the different places that we fund. Um, I'll talk about this week, which is we just opened up the August three for free, um, free admission for three different museums, the Warhol, the Children's Museum of Pittsburgh and the Heinz History Center. And so on day one, August 1st, I went over to the Heinz History Center. I was talking with an old friend from KDKA over there and we saw people lining up and I don't know what you would normally think of as oh, somebody who's interested in going to see a history museum, but you know, you might think like you know older folks going in and checking it out. No, it was everybody. It really, was, it was entire families of people, young and old, you know, diverse groups of people coming in and getting the opportunity to see 
what Pittsburgh has to offer. And I think that is probably the most fulfilling part of it is that everything that we put rad funding towards has its own ability to affect people's lives, be it through the arts or through the museums or just going to a baseball game or sure. going to a football game or a Taylor Swift concert. Like we at rad get to fund the cool fun, enjoyable, and fulfilling things that make Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, and Allegheny County, Allegheny County. And so being able to see that in people, in everyday people that are going and checking this out. And we joke, you know, that we said this to him before he came on, but we procrastinate because we live here. So it's easy to say, like, even us with Allentown, right? We haven't been up here for, we haven't had need to come here. So we're thrilled that we do see that it is uh, an area that's, that's thriving with businesses like this. Same thing with you. Like, it has to be so great to see that it's August 5th and day one, you already saw that people are coming out to, you know, the opportunity to a free museum. Yeah. And this gives you an excuse. Yes. (laughs) Stop procrastinating. (laughs) Right? You only have until August 31st. Yeah. And, and by the same token it also gives you a moment to step back and appreciate what we have in pittsburgh because part of the reason it's these three museums is that they were all voted by readers of usa today 10 best as one of the 10 best museums in their category be it art museum children's museum or history museum pittsburgh was the only city to have three in the Crazy. top five How about yeah. that? when you just step back and have some perspective on all the museums that they have in new york or yeah, chicago right. or That's la good. or miami Pittsburgh was the only one with three in the top five. We have the kinds of things that you have in the bigger cities, but we have them here. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't really properly appreciate that until you get this sort of opportunity. What's up? That's exactly right. What's up there, everybody else? Pittsburgh. Throwing down the gauntlet. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I think uh, the other thing is, is that, Oh, wait, I just lost my train of thought here. Um, I was just thinking of as far as... Oh, help me out here. Families, perhaps? No, fill in, fill in or, for me until oh, I get it back. fill in for me. So <laughs> I don't know if we're still the most livable city, but in my mind we are, being a Pittsburgher, right? Sure. And when you look at things like that and you say, okay, we were known for this... Steeler town, you know, or we were known for Primantis. Now we're this foodie town. Mm-hmm. It has to be fulfilling that rad is even a thing because we didn't talk about it before. Right. And we talked about just like, oh, we're cultural, but we weren't able to show it. Now I feel like there's the right minds, the right people in place. And you're helping to kind of shed light on that. I appreciate that. And the, the other way I think about it is we, we talk a lot about the arts and culture that we have kind of being a vestige of when we had Andrew Carnegie money sure. or Frick money or Benetton money back in the day. And no doubt they left some amazing places, the you know, libraries and theaters sure. and all these wonderful institutions that we have. But if it weren't for sustained investment from from you know corporations, from philanthropic organizations, from people and from places like RAD, we, they wouldn't be around yeah, today. Yeah, we yeah. wouldn't see the Benham Center, you know, getting upgrades like they are right now or yeah. see these museums thrive. One of the things about the three museums that are having the free admission all month is they're all places that are adaptive reuse. The, the oh, Heinz yeah, History Center point. was an yeah, old like right. ice warehouse. The, the warehouse on the north side became the Andy Warhol Museum, mm-hmm. the former Carnegie Library in Allegheny City, which is what the north side was at the time, became the, the museum lab and was the, post, the muse- office post office. Was it the museum? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So yep. all of these old places that are a part of Pittsburgh, what we think of as Pittsburgh's heyday, you know, back in the, the the early days when it was one of the it was the center of the world it was where all the steel was made where a lot of the rich guys lived 
that still exists, but only because we have made a deliberate you know, work and attempts to make sure that these places are still around and still thriving. And I think places like that are helping these smaller places, like, as I mentioned, the uh, Randy Land or sure. uh, the Bicycle Museum, you know, or things like that, that they're saying like, wait a minute, there's a need for this. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be one for this because we have this space, we have the area and in Pittsburgh, let's face it, when Pittsburgh loves you, we embrace you. Yeah. Right. Oh, 100 percent. And and we're seeing it through like parks and trails sure. and seeing the connections that way. You know, we, we wouldn't think of, you know, 25 years ago, Pittsburgh is like a trail city. Right. But between you know the riverfront trails all yep. around the Great Allegheny Passage, you know, these are not only things that rad funds, but also places where connections are made between right. communities and offering up the ability for people to get out any day of the year and enjoy what we have to offer. So it's always changing. Yeah. And it's going to be very interesting over the next 10 to 20 years. You know, what's going to be next? What are people going to want out of the place where they either want to move to or if they own a business where they want to move their business to? And we think it's all about having the kind of place where people want to live, people want to work, people want to raise a family. And it's all the sorts of things that we hope that we are putting the investments in the right areas to do yeah. that. I, I thank you for feeling for me. I mean, I, I couldn't uh, talk I think anymore. I did ask this question. <laughs> are you before, all right, James? I'm but tired. I love the fact. To me, everybody complains, complains, complains about politicians waste my tax money, waste my tax money. We never really see where tax money goes. Sure. But this is the perfect example of where tax money goes. Like you can see, oh, we all complained when we had to play, pay that extra money. Sure. But now you guys show us where it's coming, where it's going to. And I love that. And I, I appreciate that. And I can tell you that one of my jobs as you know, communications guy is I'm updating the numbers every yeah. month of seeing, you know, all right, where is the money going out to? It's all transparent. It's all out there for people to be able to go to radworkshere.org and see how much tax money is being brought in, where it's going out to. I know a lot of times nobody wants to spend their days like looking at municipal budgets to see, you know, what's going out to. But it is kind of cool to see, at least on our page, like, oh, I love going to the Frick and they get this amount. Or I love going to the Carnegie Science Center and the museums get this amount. It is, you know, interesting enough. And if I would say to people, if you have you know, an organization that you are an advocate for that's on that page of regional assets, please let us know. Please, you know, send us a a letter or an email or give us a a voicemail even to say, I love this place because I take my family here or, you know, my grandma loves going here. We want to know these things. we, we talk about the, the big things like your finances or getting all your papers in order, but it is about the true impact that it has yeah. on people. We love hearing those kinds of stories, yeah. so please don't be shy. Let us know. Yeah. You told us a bunch of times, one more time though, what is the website for Rad? You're so good <laughs> You're at so throwing good, that yeah. in there. I'm like, it's Rachel from yajagoff.com. No, I never <laughs> do that, so go ahead. It is radworkshere.org on social media. We're radworkshere on Instagram, on X, Twitter, whatever the heck you are, <laughs> and yeah. the Allegheny Regional Asset District on Facebook. And we also encourage you to head to radworkshere.org. We have a, um, a little sign up button for our email newsletter. If you want to be the first to find out about Rad Day's schedule, which is coming up here in dun, just dun, a few dun. weeks, yes. Yeah. Are you going to tease any? Like, do we get any like nugget of info? He- here's one thing I want to make sure people know if you, if you don't own a pair of ice skates for your own, make hmm. sure you've got some ice skates. Okay. See if they're in, in a thrift, stop, 
thrift store or somewhere else because there might be an opportunity for you to take the ice at PPG Paints Arena. We go got a little more. Should we ask another Sounds question? Like a good podcast, right? <laughs> I know, right? So yeah, yeah that will be the, the tease. And yes, but please go to radworkshere.org. The, the schedule will be up there. And if you sign up for the email newsletter, you'll be the first to know. We love it. All right, question of the day. Are you going to be the one hit wonder and snag that cat? You are? No, no. Oh, no. I was just oh. Oh, no, I was nodding. No, I was nodding in, like recognition that, okay, I, that okay. this was going to be. Or are oh, you yeah. going to pick me? <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you would like to have some longevity. We could talk about this for a while because I have a lot of different thoughts on okay. this. I, I will say longevity. However, okay. mm-hmm. the one hit wonder does seem oh, very enticing. enticing. <laughs> yeah. but I, I've seen enough. They... There will be interviews, videos, I don't know if you guys have seen this, where they'll talk to Sarah Bareilles or like other one hit wonders. And there's always a sense of, gosh, I wish that there could have been a second one, that it could have captured that lightning in a bottle. And it always seems like they have just that longing for something more sustained. And I, I don't want that. Money is great to be able to live in, you know, just be hanging out on your on your hammock and just not worry on your yacht, listening to yacht rock. <laughs> right, right, right. That, that all sounds great, but I'm sure for a lot of those one hit wonder folks, there's just like, gosh, I wish I could get. Well, that. you know what's funny is there's yeah. a song that my sister used to listen to. It was a teeny bopper song. Nothing's gonna change my love for you. I can't remember the the singer's name, but you know, every girl swooned over that guy, that young guy with his dark hair. Yeah. And I googled is that guy, and he looks a lot worse than me today. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like a school teacher, which is fantastic that he's a school teacher. Well, good, but yeah. the fact is, is that I think he, as I read through an article, he sort of lamented that, like, wow, I. I could have, but yeah, he's happy. Yeah, there. yeah. Or, or yeah. I think of that thing you do. You know, the movie oh, I love that. The, Tom the Hanks. 90s, yeah. The wonders, and they get the, their one hit wonder. Love and it that just. That thing you do. Amazing. Well, yeah. let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> the fact that somebody had to go and write what would be a one hit wonder. Yes. And you have to play it 20 times in the movie. And it was. It was, yes. it was you know, you it know was an movie? earworm. Of it was a you hit. Don't. You don't know the movie. No. John oh. doesn't watch any movies. He's never even, you guys, he's never seen The Godfather. Like, I don't want to drop that bomb on you guys, but it's a true story. Western PA Connections, man. That John, thing you do, they were is. from Erie, PA, yeah. came down to Pittsburgh. But yeah, you think about the fact that, oh gosh, they, they wanted to have that sustained success. Yeah. They, they wanted to be seen for more than for just sure. the, the one hit. So I'm with you. See, finally, I knew there would be somebody. <laughs> Always Glenn Medeiros is the guy. Oh. <laughs> Like, oh Glenn Medeiros, and he, like and he he's, looks he's, in a, he's a right total teeny Medeiros. bopper dude, but he isn't anymore, was he? Huh. Well, nothing's going to change my love for you guys. <laughs> Thank uh, you. That was so good. You did that perfectly, right. James. Always a pleasure. Can't wait for next quarter. We can chat more. Absolutely. I want to take you. I want to squeeze you. But don't touch me. We just want to say our thank yous. Obviously, thank you to the Little Giant Studio. We certainly wanted to be here and uh, just really explore Allentown and how great it's gotten. Thanks to Matt Cause, who actually introduced us to Brandon here at Little Giant Recording and Rehearsal Studio. And thanks, obviously, to James Santelli. We always love having him on because we get to learn more about Rad. Yeah. And, of course, thanks to Rorik Honda. Make sure you get the best experience of customer service and maintenance of your Rorik Advantage at the Service Center on West Liberty Avenue. 
Visit RoarCondo.com for all of your vehicle needs. And make sure you are checking out the Warhol, the Heinz History Center, and the Children's Museum now until August the 31st. So important that you go and really just support our own arts, our our museums. And really, it's just some good family time. So. Dude, it's free. It's free, you jagger. <laughs> right. All right, Matt. We good? What song is this? It's called Madeline. All right. Yeah, cool. All right. Was dripping 